Hi guys, I'm André Villas-Boas, listening to Echoes of Glory. And don't forget, whatever happens, the future is bright, the future is lily white. Come on, your spurs. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD. I'm Jack. And I'm Jay. Mate, welcome back, Jay. It's been a long time. How are you doing? been a few years isn't it has it been a few years for anyone who hasn't heard from jay in a while jay long time friend of the show long 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 time friend of the show season ticket holder where's your seat uh <laughs> uh paxton upper paxton upper Box 513 no 517 oh god i don't know <laughs> that's my memory's going to shit at the tottenham Hotspur stadium then definitely for yeah. the tottenham Hotspur stadium it was very nice going to the burnley fa cup game because i got, I, got uh, I i i was in i was in the west lower with the posh people oh and yeah you see a very different perspective down there is so, it as big a difference versus sorry mate i interrupted you're gonna actually hear them galloping and you, it's a very <laughs> different different you know you can hear them shouting you know is there because going into the west, particularly the west upper at White Hart Lane, was a big difference from oh, yeah. anywhere else in the stadium? Is it as big a difference because it is really nice at the new stadium everywhere? And it felt louder actually down there. Like, like you, like, you get the full force of that of, of that wall of sound that comes from the south. You know, mm. the, the south. Um, you just don't get it up there where, where I am. Yeah. Um, to, in quite the same way, it's obviously a lot further away. Um, but I just, you know, you, you just you just can't help but watch the coaches all the time. Right. And in that Burnley game, obviously, Vincent Company was super animated. I don't know what you saw on the telly, but he's waving his arms around every other minute. I mean, it, it can't it can't be easy to play. No. When when your manager's just just histrionics every every, every other minute, you know. Well, Guardiola's but, similar, isn't he? And Arteta's learnt that. Yeah. You know. We don't like that, do we? Not at all. It's not, not at all. Do you know what? My uh, second ever game was in the West Upper. My first game was against Villa and we lost 2-1. My, my second game was at Chelsea where Bale and Defoe scored and then right. Lampard scored in the last the mm-hmm. 2-1. Uh, and I sat in the West Upper and I was with a very posh woman. The tickets were from Barclays when Barclays sponsored the Premier League and the Chinese girl. And they sat right next to the wall and they they were colleagues, nothing beyond. They were right next to the wall. Then there was an armed guard. And then there was we Chelsea were, fans. We weren't, we weren't speculating. I saw you laughing. And then there were Chelsea fans who were shouting and spitting and doing all the see Kyle and all the normal stuff that Chelsea fans doing. But like if I was a like if I was being taken somewhere, that is yeah. not a nice environment. I was at my um, in-laws 40th wedding anniversary and there was a guy there who worked for a museum. No, he worked for a business and he bought a box. Or did he sponsor? He sponsored Millwall, and he said he used to take people to Millwall, and no one ever came back for a second match. That's that's the place <laughs> I called. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> that's great. That was really odd. Uh, the away fans in that corner was 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 a real oddity, wasn't it? Apart uh, from Man United games, because they always moved them some for some reason into the south upper, didn't they? Do you remember United always got a different deal because I couldn't sit in block 35. Uh, or was it South Lower? They they oh, always they moved got the United. Lower. They, they got the lower. Because yeah, yeah. I couldn't get where I normally sat in block 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember block 35. Yeah, oh, mate. Great days. Yeah. Good memories. Good Literally memory. the times of my life, like block 35. I, I, whether it was AVB or Harry or even Pochettino just like standing. Oh, I don't know. It's a, it's a youth thing as well. Oh, mate, it's been a busy, busy, busy week for you, Spurs fan. Um, let's talk Dyer and Dragushin. What a mad, mad 24 hours that was. Like, are we just going to buy Munich going to buy him and then we're going to be stuck with Dyer? Or are we going to buy one of the hot prospects in Europe? Is he going to choose us over Bayern Munich, more money in Bayern Munich? And then are we going to sell Dyer to Bayern? What, what Spurs world are we living in where this has happened? It's gone crazy. Good bit of business though, right? I mean, they've wanted, to, they've clearly wanted to ship Dyer out for a while because you know, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to realise he doesn't fit the, the system and the, and the way of playing. Um, I think you, I think a lot of the stuff you read, I do think you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, especially oh, yeah. when the windows are open, because 
a lot of it I just think is paper talking agents trying to stir stuff up and it's like I never really get too excited about transfers anymore until the club have announced it because stuff can go so quickly can't it but it's great that we've addressed the issue at centre-back I don't know anything about the new chap that we've brought in I've never seen him play I've never even seen highlights on YouTube but if they've identified him as being the profile of player we need fantastic and, and and we kick on but it's just good knowing that we do have that third centre half and it's like realistically you know Romero and Van der Ven are your, your first choice and then Davis has been excellent in this period where he stepped in and I think having him and, and the new fella is, is sort of third and fourth choice whatever way around that's going to be um, is great um, but Davis has done such a solid job for us you know he, he's a player that he's not a world beater if he's starting 38 league games you're not you know it's that's not the best but he's such a reliable player like you can just chuck him in at any point and say to him when I need you to play 10 minutes or I need you to play 10 games and he's always going to give you that seven out of ten so I feel a lot more confident now that we've got four centre halves that if we do have further injuries inevitably there'll be a a second Romero red card in the second half of the season and he'll miss five games wouldn't he when that happens um you know, we've got cover now, which does, you know, we've done really well with Davis and Emerson as centre-backs. If you look at those results we've had in the last sort of fourth, which we've done incredibly well. Um, but now it's sort of like it feels like we're getting some of the big boys back and we can have a good run second half of the season. But um, good business. I was still a little bit sad to see Dyer go. Do you know what I mean? He's just he, whenever a player's played for you for nine, ten years, there is that sense of, you know, they they feel like you know one of one of yours didn't they really um and he was so great for those sort of two three seasons you know where he was a real key player for us in that potch era um so it's a shame to see him go and it's it's only son now isn't it that remains from the champions league squad is the only one left so it it does feel like the proper start of a new era now which is good yeah i I think do do you remember um on the potch when he was so like he was linked with Mourinho, wanted yeah. in United for fifty million. Yeah, that was at the height of his powers, and 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 he was his star was really high back in the day. Um, it's 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 so easy. We have we have such short memories. I think as footballers, um, I dragged out that photo uh, that I shared with you guys in the week where I met him at the old stadium, um, and my lad was literally about six years old. He's now 16 um, and way taller than me, almost as tall as Eric Dyer. Uh, super, super friendly. Uh, very, 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 very happy to stop for photos. Um, and he's, he's just been a, been, been, been a fabric of the club. And I think he couldn't have gone to a better place. Yeah. Lee's not quite as quick. Um, I don't think he'll get to start. I think they have, they have a pretty robust defence, but he'll certainly be good cover. And and I'm I'm glad he's playing with Harry again. Look, they're obviously mates. Um, there was obviously conversations going on between Harry and the management about getting him in. Um, and and I, I think I think it's a really really positive move for him. I'm I'm glad he's gone to Bayern. I also think it's quite a good signing from, from Bayern's point of view because it's hard to get a player that is gonna that knows he's going to be third or fourth choice in that position and is happy to be that. Without that person being like really unambitious. And it's like, I imagine that he's going to be great around the squad. Um, He's not going to have a problem picking up a new language, new culture. Like, I think that'll be absolutely fine for him. And also, he's he's not cup tied in the European fixtures either. So if they do have some problems, you know, in the Champions League at centre-back or wherever, they can play him. Whereas a lot of the other sort of centre-backs they were probably looking at, the chance of of them actually being able to play in a lot of games... It's yeah. quite minimal. So I think it's a smart move for Bayern. Great, great move for him. Good sell for us. And what a brilliant value for money player he was. Like five million quid, nine years. What was it? 330 appearances or whatever. Like, you know, I know he's not a world beater, especially the last few years. But like for what we've got out of a five million pound signing, that has been a really, really good bit of business for us. Yeah. yeah. And what do you want from a world beating defender? Like there, there, there'll be one or two a generation which will be like sensationally world-class what you want from a center back is what we got from him like just reliable solid relatively injury-free good around the dressing room versatile wasn't he played yeah. played lots of different positions and you can tell by the fact he was picked by Mourinho he's picked by Conte he's picked by Pochettino he's picked by Nuno 
he he was a great player for us. And I've been watching, you know, watching the old videos of him with Delhi, him with that long hair, him scoring his first goal, him playing the Champions League for us. Like he did it for us and he gave everything for us. Like it's it's sad to see him gone. It's good that he's got out now. Like it's just win 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 for everybody. Yeah. And the Stragish in his stats are unbelievable, like in terms of Big lad as well, wasn't he? Big yeah, lad. Yeah, athletic, like really smart, just very modern centre back. I just, he, he just seems a fantastic him, Van der Ven, Romero. Like, let's get going, let's get going. And there is a today. I mean, Van, 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 Van der Ven's obviously still coming back from injury, but 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 pulled up with cramp, and they're yeah. go, going to with the high line they play, the sprints they're going to have to put in Romero, Van der Ven. Um, there, there, there's going to be rotation for sure. There's, sure. been some, there's been some talk on Twitter about where do they do they move to a back three? I can't see that. It doesn't work. Well, they did today, didn't they? Briefly. Yeah, they yeah very briefly. I think to shut to shut out the game. Really, I think yeah. more than anything. Um, but yeah, no rotation is really really important. And and back back to that point you made about um, this period where we've been out we've been without Romero and Van der Ven. I think I think Emerson Royal has really stepped up. He's done uh, so well. His positional play is just exceptional in the high line. Like he knows exactly when to, when to drop. He knows exactly where to be at the right time. Um, and look, you know, some 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 of the some some of the mistakes we saw in the, at the back today. You you'd have almost you know if it was Royal, you'd have gone oh that was that was poor defending or we, we didn't get tight enough quick enough, um, but. You know, it's it's just it's I I I think I think they've been really outstanding. Danny, like our team, and I do think that this is forgotten about in the media is like we've been decimated with injuries. Like we've had like yeah. six, seven of our starting eleven just completely wiped out. And it's like even today, like you look at that, and we're still missing a lot of our key players. You know, like Saar, Madison, and Son, and Kuliszewski who have all been starting and are probably in our strongest 11. It's four of you starting 11 and not there. And I feel like even today, like that was just, it wasn't even really mentioned. What was mentioned was, oh, they've got Romero and Van der Ven back. It's like, yeah, we have. But, you know, our attack was completely second string. And we we put, we, I thought we played so well today. Oh, we were quite unlucky to not win the game. Um, but the fact that those players have been able to step in during this period and we're, we're right in the mix for... Well, we could finish anywhere between second and seventh. And it's like to be in the mix with the amount of injuries that we've had and obviously the expectation that we do had at the start of the season. Like it, it, We're in such a great position to kick on a really good second half of the season, I think. I don't see why we can't win it. I've lumped, I've, I've lumped on us to win. And I think this is this is not a bad season. You look at Liverpool, they're, they're, they'll be without Trent for a few weeks now. Um, um, with with his injury, they're without Salah. It's two of their best players. That, I that, mean, that's their two. That's their two game changers, Trent and Salah. Yeah, they're, no, I, they're away at Bournemouth next week, and and we all know how good they are. So you know, I think I think it's very even, very open. You look at Newcastle. It's like yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, New, Newcastle against City. You know, City still look really frail and very, very, very open at the back. You know, the, so it's a very, very open season. It is open. The the Newcastle thing is is driving me insane. Like they sign their souls to Saudi Arabia, change their away kit to the Saudi Arabian flag colours, fine, whatever. But now they're complaining that they're tired, they're leggy, they can't buy anyone because um, they haven't got any money and FFPs ruining their lives, and that they haven't got any friends, so no one will loan them. Like. Shut the fuck up! Like this is what you signed up for. Yeah, like, you were awful in the Champions League, apart from that one game against PSG. I can't believe the job that Milan did on them, selling them to Nali. That is just—I cannot believe that. Like when you think about it, it's laughable, isn't it? That Newcastle and everyone was like, "Can't they've got Milan's, you know, talisman through the youth academy, you know, all of that stuff." And it's like they knew that was coming, and it's, it's yeah, hilarious. Not I think though. it's. I think it's really difficult to see beyond City for the title um, just because the team that they are, they've not been great at the back. I heard something that they've, they've only kept one clean sheet all season and that was on the opening day, which made me be like, oh, like that's... but they'll get better in that area, I'm sure. Um, yeah, yeah. 
And like they're so good going forward. They've got De Bruyne coming. They've been without Haaland the last seven games and they've won they've won them all. Do you know what I mean? So they've got him to come back. Kevin De Bruyne coming back is just, you know, if you watched the game yesterday, then against Newcastle, like they probably would have lost. And De Bruyne comes on and scores and sets one up. It, you know, I think it's difficult to look beyond them just because of the, like when it gets to those last 10 games of the season, it's crunch time. Yeah. You know, they will just win 10 in a row at the end. Like that's what they do. And it's, it's so difficult to see anybody beyond them unless they have an almighty collapse. It's mad. Guardiola hasn't landed in the Premier League as well as he could have done mm. after nailing the World Cup, like being the best defender at the World Cup, you know, apart from being embarrassed by Messi. It's it's, it's strange that he He's hasn't played landed. a lot of left back though, isn't he? Which I, I find that it feels a bit, when you watch him, he feels a bit clunky when he's mm. playing out there where you just think if he played at centre-half, I think he would probably look a bit more comfortable, but he, you know, but we see this a lot, don't we, with players that Pep signs, it can sometimes take them a season to really sort of get into it and then something clicks and then they're, you know, yeah. they're away. Can I just say, like, the, focusing on Man United, like, that midfield of Skip and Hoiberg and Bentica, but ignoring Bentica, Skip and Hoiberg do not fit the system at all because they pass sideways at best, but most of the time they pass backwards. We did incredibly well today. We, like, there were five players out who would be starting. Kulisevsky, mm. Sun, Saar, Bissouma, Maybe Lacelso, but Madison as well. Like having mm. five of your best players when you go out to go when you go to Old Trafford, it's not that long ago. Like when we went and beat Man United at Old Trafford with that goal from Vertonghen and Bale and Clint Dempsey to win three two, where that was mind blowing that we could even go away and win. That was in Ferguson's last season. Now, like I'm disappointed that we lost. Man United fans are over the moon that they got a point out of that. They're dreadful, and I I can't. I wouldn't have any of that lot in our in our starting eleven. Jack, you you'll probably disagree with me. Is there anyone in that team that you would take? I, I honestly, I looked at the teams. Obviously, I looked at our team first and for all in midfield, it feels a bit awkward in terms of we've got a couple of players that are pretty similar. Um, but then I looked at their side and I was texting my brother during the game and I just said to him, I was like, if we make this a really high intensity game, 100 mile an hour, like their midfield, I look when I look at Man United, I don't think that they can run as a team. Like, especially at midfield, like Manu looks a brilliant young prospect, but then Ericsson Fernandez, I'm just like, I saw Alfrey and I thought, if we just make it a 100 mile an hour game, make it really frantic, we can just run all over them. And surely that, because we're not going to beat them by outplaying them. And if we sit in and give Ericsson and Fernandez space, it's like, that's when they cause you problems. Mm. So I just thought if we can play that type of game, then then we're within a good good chance. I mean, you question how many of their players get in our side. At the moment with our injuries, you'd probably take Bruno Fernandes, wouldn't you, into the midfield. But when Madison's back, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, there aren't too many, really. You know, and no. United would probably take six or seven into ours, like w- without a doubt. Um, without a doubt. They yeah. take the keeper. They take the full backs. They take the centre backs. Maybe even the striker. Richarlison's great. Richar- there were so many free headers. We we should have scored three. I thought headers. it was Richarlison's best game today for Spurs. I thought he played his goal aside. I thought that his hold up play seems to, to be getting better each game. And like when when there is a period where we're under a bit of pressure, where I was really critical of him at the start of the season was when we did have to go up to him. He yeah. couldn't hold it. He couldn't win a free kick. He couldn't win a throw in. He couldn't just you know hold a defender off for five six seconds so we can get players up around him. That side of his game seems to be getting there um which is great i was a little bit nervous when i saw the front three right johnson richarlison and Werner, because i thought there's a lot of unpredictability with those three players which could mean you you know you could win the game but you don't really know what you're what what you're really going to get and i thought johnson had one of his really frustrating performances today richarlison was good i thought Werner had a cracking debut i thought he was really smart that's not the Werner I remembered from Chelsea. The the Werner I remembered from Chelsea is how he took his two chances today, which is he scuffed one wide and he put one in the upper tier. But his all-round play from the left-hand side, I thought, was excellent. The way he linked it, his movement was great. And maybe maybe that's the part of his game that's evolved the last couple of seasons since well, I've certainly not been watching him. I think that's the style, though, isn't it? But there were a couple of there were a couple of instances where, I mean, the shot the shots aside, because that's Werner, isn't it? But... Really frustrated me when he sort of when he sort of slowed the game down. You know, you, we we were in the ascendancy. Um, 
United, United weren't set. I remember Skip on the overlap. It, it, and, and, and the game was open. And he just needed to, to pick a pass into Skip's path. Um, and he decided to just slow the game down. And I, I, I think that's just going to come with time. He doesn't get, he doesn't get into this, that, our, our starting eleven. So it's a bit, he's not, I don't think he's been like, brought in for that, is he? It's a bit like the dial to Bayern. I think he's a really, really solid backup. Um, and I think what, where he'll end up, because he, look, I, I have no confidence in our ability to finish the game off in the second half with those three. I thought, I thought that, that they were all in open play, um, relatively snuffed out by, by those defenders. I thought, I thought Johnson massively snuffed out by, um, by what's his chops? God, what's his name? Wambisaka. And I thought Wambisaka on a card, let's run at him, let's let's expose him. But I thought he was superb, wasn't he, Wambisaka? Um so I, I didn't have the confidence that we would go and get the second would go and go and get the winner. Um I thought it was gonna be a corner, it was gonna be a set piece, it was gonna be you know, that 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 foul and that free kick from 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 Porro, someone gets on the end of that. Um, I, you, you could see them visibly quaking at every corner. I thought they looked more and more timid at every corner, mm-hmm. and that was the way we, we, we might we might have snuck it. But but Werner, Ritchie, and and Johnson together don't fill me with confidence. It actually, made me realise how much we take Son for granted. Yeah, Starts yeah. every game, hardly yeah. ever injured. Even when he looks injured, he plays mm-hmm. like he's limping, and, he's, and he just carries on. You know, and there's always a threat, isn't there? Oh, he may, he may or may not, you know, faces a late fitness test, but he always plays. Yeah. You know, and even, even when he misses a couple of sitters, he'll go and get one. He'll go and that's get one. That's what you get from a, a player from a country where you've got conscription. Just you you will get through it. It's that sort of thing. Um, Udoggi, Udoggi almost scored an own goal. Like, it, it, it curled away from the goal to the post. That was insane, I thought. I, th- um, I thought Anana could have done a bit better with the goal as well, with the second goal. But he was just a bit surprised, wasn't he? Because it was very flat. It didn't go up. It went through him. Yeah, yeah. That was um, a, so well taken, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he's, he's a classy player, player, isn't he? He's really classy. Werner's got one. I think, I think he was flattered a little bit by Johnny Evans, though. Mart- Martinez doesn't give him that space. Martinez gets there quicker, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and, and they've really missed him. You know, they, they've had their injuries as well, haven't they, United? Yeah, you know, Casemiro runs that runs that team, doesn't he? Really, when he's when he's playing, he's been out for what two three months. Yeah, but we're at the stage of the season where now is where the squad really takes. Like every everyone's got injuries now, haven't they? Um, like now it's where the the quality of squad comes through. Maybe um, Werner more goals and assists than Anthony this season with his one assist in less than ninety minutes, which is quite funny. Um, Porro. More assists than any Spurs fullback has ever given in a single Premier League campaign. So, and he's only twenty games in. He's, yeah, he's improved significantly. He's the most I think. improved player in the whole of the Premier League. He's outstanding, isn't he? I Good hated player. him last season. I hated you did. it. Like I wanted. I was like a team Emerson Royale over him last year. In that, you know, in that system and the way we played, I was just like, I don't want to see Poro. We can't. Defer. We play to his strengths now. Yeah. Don't we? And it's mad, isn't Absolutely. it? Like a different style, and it's like. You know, we're seeing his range of passing, we're seeing his athleticism. We're not, I actually think that his one-on-one defending is a lot better than what people give him credit for this season as well. But um, we just, we, we yeah, we play to his strengths. And, you know, he's when we do that, he's a, he's a really important player for us. Mm. And his, um, his delivery from dead balls the whole season was phenomenal. I think we've got, Mad- you've still got Madison to come back. Who's going to be on corners? You know, what a great problem to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, though, I think... Uh, Udogi may be the best one-on-one defender I've ever seen at Spurs. Like that nobody gets past that boy. Like nobody it's, gets past him. It's 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 Ledley King-esque in terms of he doesn't tackle. No. He just moves the player out the way and takes the ball. And yeah. it's like it's phenomenal. He's he's I'd love him. He's my favourite player on the side. Udogi. I, I said this last week. What a player. What a player. I genuinely think he could be left back for Real Madrid for 10 years. And obviously we're a big club, blah, blah, blah. I, I, he's phenomenal. See why they give him the, was it six year deal? You can see why they tied that up quite quickly. Tied that shit down. It's also yeah, FFP. Yeah. You oh. see all these. Hmm? Same with Sal, isn't it? It's tied to 2030 now, aren't they? Six, seven years. Yeah. Sal was only on like only, but only on like 20 grand a week when he came in. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 
wanted to make a point uh stealing this from a video which i saw on on youtube but it was made with ai so i'm not i don't mind stealing it um but talking about transfer because this Conor gallagher stuff hasn't gone away and i'm sort of interested in it sort of not but it, the video raised the point about how we do this like we go we talk about a big name then we bring in a more talented cheaper option so they had cucarella do you remember we were in for him for 40 or 50 million and then we brought a doggy in for 15. raya people are talking about 40 million then we brought in vicario Taps over for 60 million. Then we brought in Van der Ven for 35. And do you remember we were in for Tadebo at the beginning of this yeah. um, window? And then we brought in Dragushin, who, for all the intents and purposes, looks incredible as well. So I'm hoping this Conor Gallagher is a smoke scene screen and we're just going to find someone from the Italian league because it's definitely all Paratici's doing um, for 15, 20 million, who's just going to be a rock and roll star. My, my, my sense, my, the, the, the sense around. What what you hear is that 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 Hoybier needs needs to move on before before we get another midfielder in. Mm. Yeah. Um. And and he was exposed today, especially especially once his legs were starting to go a little bit. You know, so many errant passes. Um, it's tough, it's just, you do see the difference, don't you? If when he, when he's in that deep role versus when Benta calls in there, you do see that. You know, we just lose that ability to play out in really tight areas. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 Saar and and and. Yeah, yeah. In tight areas, Saar is just incredible. What a player he is. Basuma, that, player. They've got telepathy, haven't they, Saar and Basuma, when they play together? Yeah, incredible. Yeah. And we've got we've got two weeks now before the next game. It's Man United next Friday. So we can we'll get some players back, hopefully. Yeah. Um, playing Man City in the FA Cup, which is a big draw. I think we can do them. I do think we can do them. I do think we can win it. They it's they come. It's a massive if, game. Oh God! Like if you look at it, like obviously Gunners are already out. Chelsea have got Villa, so that's another you know big side to go. If we can beat City, the only right. side that you know you you really genuinely want to avoid is Liverpool. Liverpool. Like anyone else, you sort of like bring them on. It's we a massive it. massive opportunity for us. I take I take yeah, the Liverpool Liverpool at Liverpool. Is 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 the thing you don't want? Yeah, I take, no, I take no. Liverpool at home. Especially they're home. still pissed about the game at our, at our place. Yeah. Remember with all the the two sending off and all that. So they're they're really pissy. Believe it or not, Liverpool fans feeling like the world's against them and everyone hates them and it's all unfair and everyone's against them. Funnily so, enough. So full full strength, which will 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 be at pretty much in a couple of weeks' time. So it all goes. Who's, who starts? Who starts in the middle and up front? So the the one is Saar and Basuma, right? Uh, sorry, it's Basuma, and then whether it's Saar or Bentacur. No, no, no that... I, don't, I don't. I don't think it is at all. You I think. Oh. I think it's. I think it's Bentancur in the deep midfield role over Basuma every day of the week. Do you? Every yeah. day of the week, and then Madison, and then probably Saar. I, I think Bentancur is a much much better player than Basuma in that deep role. At the beginning of the season, though, he was tearing it up, Basuma. I think, but I think Benton has been doing that since he's come back from his injury. I, I, I think, I think Benton can do everything. I think Basuma's a really good player. I think yeah. Benton adds that just ability with the ball, passing in tight areas. I think they're both good defensively. They both dribble pretty well, but I think Benton has got that cuteness to his game yeah, that yeah. maybe Basuma hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Fine. So as well Sars is just so agile and quick around the around the pitch he's like Kante he yeah. reminds me of Kante I just can't believe his coverage you know you watch him you know, one minute he's on the left one minute he's on the right um you, you know. know that they will all love playing with Sar. those other midfielders when they see Sars in there with them will be like oh that's a touch because they yeah. just know he's going to do all the dirty work for him yeah yeah and then it's Kudusevsky son Richarlison is it you say and that so. that's our problem, I think. Probably because you want sun through the middle, really, and then you need this. You need two suns. That's the problem. Yeah. I think I think that the third attacking option is the one that's just always a toss up, and it depends who we're playing. Because I think there's some games where some will go down the middle, and there's other games where actually you're not going to have that much space. You're better off playing some off the left. I think Sun is better on the left than he is through the middle, but. He's also better than Richarlison through the middle, and that that's sort of what the problem is. Yeah. What we end up, what we need to do is what we did when we had Delhi, 
Kane's son Ericsson and just have them rotating and moving around. And with Madison's son, Madison's son Kudusevsky, and then Solomon Werner mm. Johnson. Who am I missing? Richarlison. Yeah. And you've got to think one of them is always going to be probably not playing at the best. You're always going to have someone that's got a bit of an injury. So it's like just having that depth is good. Where's what's going on with Solomon? I haven't even heard him mentioned first. It's, 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 it's another one that's due back imminently. Is he? Yeah. 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 He looks all right at the start of the season, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Back sub though, isn't he? Like Werner. Yeah. 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 Impact sub doesn't start. Um, but it's, 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 I, I, I can't think of a, more exciting time to be a fan no in my lifetime and i'm obviously considerable considerably older than you two um but it was it was really exciting under pochettino wasn't it and yeah, and you yeah. got you got the sense when we didn't we didn't spend a penny what was it that that summer of 2019 got to the champions league final didn't invest in the squad at all um following season it all went to pot a bit didn't didn't win in eight games. He got sacked. You felt we were at the precipice. We we're at the end with the end of an era. And when is it ever going to come back? Yeah. And it's we back. did have a few years of doldrum, but but right now it's just incredible. It's and just... I don't blame Levy for going out and saying, rather than, you know, taking the long term approach, I want to win a trophy. I'm going to get one of the greatest managers ever been to just to squeeze more out of the best striker in the world. Blah blah blah. And it, it didn't work. So I don't blame him for that. After that, it was a bit of a shit show. But then he's admitted his mistakes and he's got Paratici and he's gone and got Ange and it seems to be working. So it's, it's one of those ones where you've learned your lesson, right? The, 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 the maddest piece is Paratici, not employed, but still yeah. Yeah. advising and visit and, and attends games, but as a guest of a friend, not, not in an official capacity. Yeah. I don't know. I don't quite know how that's working, but obviously Loop, you can't loopholes. Loopholes. Loop what what he's doing, Please. I guarantee you, is yeah. he's got a. Um, uh, he's playing FIFA, not FIFA, FC twenty four, whatever it is, with the head of recruitment at Spurs and his team. He's got all these players in his team, and he's going. <laughs> and the team's called Possible Possibles. Do you remember those days of Possibles versus Probables? Do you remember those for internationals before the World Cup? They'd you'd have your your definites, your eleven that was going. Then you'd have an eleven possible versus eleven probable, um, usually behind closed doors. But anyway, but that's definitely what Paratici's doing. He's just playing or football manager and just sending him screenshots to Levy going, what do you think of this team? Do you think this, yeah. this is good enough to win the league? I also um, saw on Twitter that Danny Rose was in the away end tonight with the Spurs fans. Brilliant. Love it. What? Love we it. said last year, last week, um, love the boy. We, we love the boy and that we don't do well enough saying goodbye to our legends. Like it was nice to see Dyer give a decent, you know, goodbye message because Kane didn't do that. But we didn't give him a goodbye. Hugo didn't get a goodbye. Danny Rose didn't get a goodbye. Do you know? Like, we, it'd be nice to have. Well, some they let form. Hugo on the pitch, didn't they? He Hugo came back, come he out came and back, didn't yeah. he do a little? You know, that was good. Yeah. That was good. I wish I could have been there at half time in the Everton game. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was nice. That was nice. That was really nice. Yeah. Um, These been with us for years. I mean, it's just mental. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, okay, they they transformed our club. You know, between Kane, Dyer, Lloris, that 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 spine well, those, transformed our club. Well, they're three of our top six Premier League appearances of all time. Premier League, you know, but that mm. that's an insane amount. It's over 800 appearances between them in the Premier League. Who are the other three? Go on then, Jack. Oh, what a question! Uh, ben Davis has got to be up there, no? He's been at the club a decade. Right then. So Batongan. number one, Batongan. Hugo Lloris, number two, on 361. Number, oh, number, Darren Anderson. Darren Anderson is number three on 299. Harry Kane. So you got Hugo on one, Kane on two, Darren Anderson at 299 on three. Eric Dyer is number six on 274. We've got one current player and... When Sun is on there, 288, so 11 behind Anderton. And one legend, um, striker, best goal was against West Ham in a quite boring game. Oh, Defoe. Which mean Defoe, yeah. Ledley, 268. Lennon, 
Sol Campbell is top 10 for us still. God. They should, they, that can't be on the Spurs website because I'd have wiped that. No, no, it's on a, a different one. <laughs> Ian Walker, Robbie Keane, Dawson, Sheringham. Walker. Ian Walker. Do you remember the old uh, theme tune for this pod? And it was Ian Walker's Page Freak Girl. <laughs> you hated just that. Go, I loved this. Just, so just Google that, anyone that's not aware of that story, because that's <laughs> worth a read. Oh, God, you just reminded me of the um, Spurs Lion King uh, song. Do you remember that? That was particularly bad. Do you remember that? Spurs forever. Pochettino's the burn. I don't remember that. I must have erased that one. It must have been that bad. Wait, it's a. But they got somehow did the video in in and around Old White Hart Lane, and it's it's not great. Bad, yeah. Mm. It's one of those where you want to distance yourself as a supporter. Yeah, just a bit. I mean, it's not as bad as having like Osama bin Laden supporting Arsenal, but it's 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 close. (laughs) Um, Sessegnon is injured again. Arteta enjoying steak with salt by. Oh. That, that's exactly the man. That's exactly the man, though, isn't it? Did you go to that, Jay? Salt Bay? Did you did you no. go, go there? Okay, okay. No. Well, in your in your media world, you might have. Well, uh, it's, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It's not it's not not in the budgets that we're on right now, mate. Oh, I hear that. Me, um, me, me, and Jack, me and Jack, when we meet up next week, in the next couple of weeks, we're just going to go and get a meal deal from Tesco. Mate, eat Tokyo, get the the, the double size katsu, nine ninety five. Yeah. Go see Minto. <laughs> um, <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick one. We we were two 0 down after fifty one minutes to Sheffield United in the Women's FA Cup, and uh, came back to win three two in the ninety sixth minute. Fantastic result for the women. So that is good. Um, we we got two weeks off, so we haven't got fixtures to talk about. I've got three. I've got five players. Jay, what I'm going to do is give you just the teams this player's played for, and you have to guess who it is. Jack loves this game, so if Jack Jack gets all of these, no, no shame. Uh, so, uh, Lons two, Lons Toulouse, PSG on loan, Toulouse two, PSG. Tottenham, Villarreal, Nottingham Forest. Aurier. Aurier, strong work. Good work. Good work, James. That's game. Yeah. Right, this is a tricky one. Uh, Anyang LG Cheaters. I'm pretty sure I've done this one before. PSV Eindhoven. Tottenham Hotspur. Borussia Dortmund. Lee Young Pio. My Jack. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> you interrupted. That would have been a minus five points, wouldn't it? Borussia really Dortmund. So Borussia, Borussia Dortmund one. Yeah, There's yeah. not many Spurs players that have played for Dortmund. Okay. There's two I can't pronounce in this one. B started at Pau de Akuka. And he went on loan to Villainous, LKS Lodz, Bragantino. Then he went to Cumbra, Corinthians on loan, went to Corinthians, Tottenham, Guangzhou Evergrande. Paulinho. Barcelona. Uh, Dembele. <laughs> no, it is, it is, it is Paulinho. Paulinho. Yeah. That, was a, they were, that was a weird money laundering thing, wasn't it? When he ended up going back to, Bar- like, to Barcelona, it was like... Barcelona and then back to Guangzhou. Yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Like they me, sold him and loaned him back six months later is proper weird. But only after scoring nine goals in 34 games, like tearing it up. Um, I just on his Wikipedia, he made his Premier League debut on the 18th of August 2013 against Palace, where eventually being named man of the match in which Tottenham won one nil away, one nil away, thanks to a Robert Soldado penalty. Paulinho yeah. and Robert Soldado. He never looked happy playing for us, Paulinho. Never looked happy. To the point where you think maybe there's something wrong with him. Yeah, Soldado the same as well. Yeah. Soldado was the most excited I've ever been for a signing at Spurs. Really? Yeah. When we signed him, because he'd got 26 or 27 goals in La Liga the year before, I thought we've, just, we've got the, the world-class forward. And he scored, didn't he? He scored that penalty and it was like, here we go. He's dreadful, wasn't he? Dreadful. He wasn't tough enough. No, no. But no. he kept on trying. It just it just seemed to just not work. It was like there was magnets. 
in play. Do you remember right. the miss, the miss AST when we I score really and the ball thumbs out the goal and he goes to smash it in and we put it over? <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, didn't he score? I think he scored a penalty against Cardiff City and we won 1-0 and Adebayor took him over to the crowd and was like pointing to him like really making a meal of it and it was just all a bit cringe. Like... He was crying, wasn't he, Soldado? And it's like you've scored a penalty against Cardiff. Like... Yeah. Settle down. Just, just chill out. Right. Started his career at Tottenham Hotspur, but he went to Oxford and Ipswich on loan. Then went to Leicester. And then he went to Bolton for three years where he did not play a game. And he managed Bishop Stortford for a year. Played, had four appearances for England. Say the clubs again, please. Spurs Tottenham. two. Then he went to, from Tottenham, he went to Oxford and Ipswich on loan, where he played two games between those. Then he went to Leicester for 140 games. Then he went to Bolton for three years, but didn't play. Well, it's not it's not Alan Nilsson. No, he went to Euro 96 and Euro Rolf, 2004. Rolf, Rolf, not Rolf Fox. No, because he played no, for the Montserrat. Mm. Oh, this is great. Could you give us the years? Oh. Yeah. Um, he... That's a great played one. for Spurs 1989 to 2001. He's from Watford. Oh, God. 12 years at Spurs. Bloody 12 hell. 12 years at Spurs. Really destroy me. Oh. I've my head in. He played a big part during the 1999 season, helping Spurs win the League Cup after beating Leicester. He fell out of favour with the manager after in with his in the latest see in the later part of his time with Spurs, and he handed in a transfer request. Not Colin Calderwood. No. After that, isn't it? It's after he's called. currently the goalkeeping coach at Shanghai SIPG. Is that is it Ian Walker? It is Ian Walker. Oh my God! He was at Bishop. I've literally ten minutes from Bishop Stortford. Yeah, he was the manager for. He was the manager year. there. Yeah. The manager of Bishop Stortford now is a guy I used to coach with that lives around the corner. So that's, no that's does a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, that's cool. Wow. I, this is a tough one. Um, we should have got that, Jay. We should have got that. That's oh, poor. That's it's just poor. not my mind. It's just not in my psyche, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. No, no, I, I'm awful at this. this. is why I do the quiz rather than be in it. Bournemouth, Liverpool, Tottenham, Southampton. Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp. He's, I've seen him at House Festival. He is a beautiful man. Genuinely beautiful. We don't we don't do business with Liverpool anymore, do we? No. I mean, just 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 as an aside, the fact that we're even talking to Chelsea about Conor Gallagher. It's hilarious, isn't it? Just right. they've got no money. What's there? Is, is, is there some sort of thaw in our They've got no money. <laughs> they they desperately they have to need sell money. Gallagher. Don't they? Yeah. Gallagher's a hundred. Gallagher's a hundred percent profit on their financial fair play, so yeah. they have to sell a homegrown player to claw a load of the FFP stuff back, and they'd be able to get forty, fifty million probably for him. So like he, he's logically the one that because they're other homegrown players. If they try and shift them, they're not going to get enough to make it. You know what I mean? Make, put a dent in the in the hole that they're in. And he's got a year and a half left. Like it's. It's sort of the stars are aligning with him. Right then, started his career at Millwall, but went to Aldershot and Dejur Gardens on loan. Then he went to Forest, then Spurs, Man United, Spurs, Portsmouth, Teddy Sheringham. Teddy Sheringham, ended up at Stevenage. Managed Stevenage, 2015-16. I saw him manage what Stevenage. A what a player he was. Lovely. He was so good, Teddy. He really, phenomenal. Has, has he still got the record for... Oldest outfield goal scorer in the Premier League was like 40 oh, right. or something, wasn't it? it? Scored for, I think it was for West Ham, he was 14 when he scored as an outfield player, which is just insane. He might have lost it now, someone else might have might have got it, but I feel like I remember no, that. No, still, still Teddy. Yeah, and Dean Windass is second. Dean Windass. Well, he's a scummy man. Beauty but, in the Beast there, Teddy Sheridan's Dean Windass. <laughs> Right then, Derby, Tottenham, and he went on loan from Tottenham to Wolves. Hull, 
Derby. Tom Huddleston. Tom Huddleston, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved him. Who it says here is at Manchester United. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a, a player cl- coach. But he sometimes plays for their under-23s as the overage player. Does he? Still? Yeah. Yeah. Man United? Man United. Because there was talk when they had all their massive injuries early on in the season, there was talk of them giving him a short-term deal to be able to play in the first team because they were That's struggling it. that much. <laughs> and it was like, what a, what a career path that would have been. Have you seen Jesse Lingard has now sacked his agent to try and find a club because he just hasn't got a club. He's 31, he just hasn't got a club. I don't know. How insane is that? I never rated him. Like he just reminded me of Narnie a little bit. I liked you know? Jesse Lingard. I was I thought he was a decent player, but for him to not have a club is he, he, he could do a job somewhere. It's I tell somewhere. you who came up. Did you oh, see Hilton. who came up on 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 uh, who scored today for Watford? I could, I didn't know he was still playing. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Livermore. He got two, <laughs> didn't he? He scored two welders. <laughs> the first one was just. I better easy. sell my Livermore shirt quick. <laughs> the one person that wants yeah. it. Right, two left. Ipswich, Charlton, Tottenham, Sunderland, Baron Ben, Villa, Fulham, Brighton, Derby, Derby, Burton. Do you know when he was back at um when he was back at Burt or not back at Burton, when he went to Burton at the end of his career? Do you know he scored the goal that then sent Sunderland down? Yeah, amazing. They hate him up there. They hate him. Really. I think I think most of his former teams hate him. Not a fan. In uh, 2019, Darren Bent appeared on BBC's Celebrity Mastermind and scored a total of three points over two rounds, something he describes as the worst experience of my life. He was handed a formal caution by police in June 2004 after he was alleged to have shot a 12-year-old with a pellet gun. Oh, All right, final one. How many um, games play for Spurs? Um, you know he, what? I reckon his his games to goal ratio for Spurs would have been pretty good. One in three, so eighteen in sixty pretty games. Pretty good. But that's in the league in total, twenty five in seventy nine. So it was okay. Yeah, he did score goals. He just wasn't a particularly great for. He just you know he poacher, wasn't he? He was only here for two seasons. So he feels like he was here for longer than that. Yeah. He right, was love. great, Darren Ben, at scoring like the third in like a three-nil home win. He was Nani. great at that, wasn't he? That's what Nani did. Yeah, he, he was great at that. I hated Nani so much. Um, Auxerre, Tottenham Hotspur, Portsmouth, Tottenham Hotspur, Sunderland, Watford. Eunice Cabal. Eunice Cabal. I don't know how your brain does it. My brain can't do that. No, not that quick. It's 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 impressive. And I was at um, Eunice Cabal's second debut for Spurs, which was a 1-0 away defeat at Wolves. And my dad came in and pulled me out of school early so we could drive up there. I think that the line was I had a dentist appointment and we went all the way up to Wolves <laughs> against Mick McCarthy's Wolves, lost 1-0 and then drove home in silence. <laughs> he was a good player for us. Like, solid, I thought. Like, obviously got the goal against Arsenal. He should have had a much better career than he did because he had all the attributes. Uh, he was a big, powerful centre-back, great in the air, strong, you know, quick. Like he, 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 was, he had everything, but he just didn't quite seem to click. He still had a great career, don't get me wrong, but he could have been a really, really good Premier League player. But instead, he was, he was an, you know, an OK one. Yeah, he didn't have that many appearances until he only played 248 games. In the a lot league. of injuries like, as well, though, wouldn't it? A lot of injuries. Mm. Yeah. yeah, for us, he was with us for six years and he only played 89 times, 111 times. Like, that's not good enough. I sort of always thought that him and Ledley would have been, on paper, a brilliant combination. Mm. You've got the, you know, that, the absolute ball of Eunice Cabal, you know, just going dominant and then the, the classness of Ledley. It would have been a great combination, but yeah. it never quite worked. All right, here's a question for you. Gladiators was on last night. It was him brilliant uh which tottenham player apart from romero would make the best gladiator from the current squad and then of all time oh without a shadow of a doubt i left that udoggy yeah it'd be you and in Band the old day ben. they would give him an old racist name like shadow rhino nightshade something like that wouldn't they because that's <laughs> no. what they did in the old one right so that's what they did in the old one <laughs> 
But now Van, it's much Van, nicer Van, now. Van de Ven would be a good gladiator, I think. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty powerful, isn't he? But he's he's nice looking. He's a bit Nordic. Do you know what? I feel like Vicario. He's been screw sorry. loose. He's got a screw yeah. loose, isn't he? Yeah, well, quite no. Like he could he could kill a contestant. It'd, it'd be one of those. Yeah, yeah. He could be a Batman enemy, Vicario. I think. Did you see on Spurs socials the players coming into training and they were asking them to show the camera their lock screen on their phone? Yeah. Have you seen this? <laughs> and it's like they've all got like, you know, like a picture when they're on holiday, their family, their kids. Vicario's is Venom. <laughs> he said that the you week know, that he would sums have... the guy up, doesn't it? Like that it makes complete sense. He said yeah. he was assigned in his own blood for Tottenham. Yeah, I love that. But I love that. Yeah. Lunatic. Mario. They signed for Paratici. That's that's what they they they've signed they they bought into the Paratici dream. You know, he sold them like he is he is a master, absolute master. It's amazing, playing... isn't it? Well yeah. Dragashin. Hey, uh, okay. an, an older player ASD, I think Sandro would have made a pretty good gladiator. Sandro is a great shout. The ball. He had a lot of timber though, didn't he? Packed a lot of timber though, didn't he? He's sort of fixed. Yeah. He stretched a lot, didn't he? All those videos yeah. of him in his pants doing like his his uh his his kung fu moves on the table. Do you remember mm. those? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of videos of him in his pants playing his guitar as well. A lot. A lot. But that was just it's just Brazilian yeah. flair. Character. Yeah. Yeah. He went through a phase like was it last season or the season before where he he he'd be he'd be clocked in the ground quite a lot going mental. He'd had a few as well, wouldn't he? Yeah, great yeah, times. Yeah. Great yeah. times. Yeah. Um Robert right. Fan. It's quite been quite a good week for us all in all, isn't it? Cracking week. Cracking week. We were, I mean it was our chance to do the first double double against United, which we haven't done in the Premier League yet. But four points probably would have taken that before the start of the season, so Let's crack on. Let's crack on. Crack on. City then Brentford. Big games. Big yeah. games. Quite close so, together, aren't they, those two? Yeah. Don't make me look, but yeah. Got one next Friday, I think. The one follows very soon afterwards, so yeah. Yeah. And they've got Tony back next week. I, oh. bet, he's a, I bet he's looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or excuse for a joke. 100 million, I wouldn't pay 100 million for the man though. I mean, can you imagine? That's a huge amount of money for someone who hasn't not, played. He's, he's not worth that at the moment, but what he is, is a proven goal scorer. And like, if you're looking around all the top leagues, there aren't many out and out number nines that you, you could guarantee that will get you 15, 20 league goals. And Tony will definitely do that. Like any club, he would get that next season. And if you look in the Italian, Spanish, German, French leagues, how many players are there that, you could actually go and get that are going to do it. So many of these top sides need a striker. It's it's incredible at the moment that like that those those good number nines just don't really exist at the minute. So let me ask you this: uh, they they come and they say we'll just do a straight swap for a Charleston. Absolutely, I'll drive them then myself. Would you? No, Charles- no problem at all. No problem at all. Richarlison's done well of late. He scored is it seven goals? Yeah, seven goals. Seven goals more than any Arsenal player. Seven goals and a great return for a 60-odd million-pound striker. But he was injured. I mean, since he's come back from injury, he's on more than a goal a game. He's on six and five now, I think. He's on a great run. He's on a great run at the moment, he is. Tony's a better player than Richarlison. No doubt about that. In every every single area. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. All right. Well, let's see when they... uh, Let's see who scores in a couple of weeks, but... I I bet bet you're a fiver. (laughs) He scores more. Obviously, we shouldn't take gambling lightly. When the fun stops, stop. Stop. <laughs> but Tottenham are thirty-three to one to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a great price, I think. We're on equal points with Arsenal, aren't we? We've got they've got a game in hand on us, but they if they had the injuries we've got, as in, in they would be nowhere near where we are. Guaranteed. Uh, we would have torn Man United apart as well if we had our full squad as well. I don't think many teams in the league would have, if you'd have taken out seven or eight of their starting eleven for a prolonged period, would be any have done anywhere near what we've done. It's incredible. No, it's, it's, it's amazing. Well, I think we've had the best first half of the season for probably a decade. 
it was that Bournemouth game for me. The Bournemouth game was incredible. Going against them, form team, team we had going in there, getting a, 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 a result. Unbelievable. They, they were incredible, Bournemouth, weren't they? Good manager. Really, good, good manager. Really solid and so minded. Oh, we are 33 to 1. Why are Arsenal 8 to 1? Why is why the difference in those odds when we're on the same points and they've got a game in hand in this year? It's got to be like last season, isn't it? Like, That's insane, the difference, though. Yeah. yeah. Man United, 500 to 1 to win. What, the league? Yeah. Whoa. That's insane. The same as West Ham. It's still, it's also, it's still not worth the bet. No, it's not. So even at those odds, it's like, I'll keep my pound. You're fine. Uh, Chelsea are 1,000 to 1. Imagine you went back seven years and you said there's a brilliant clip going around of Lampard saying like sixth is a failure for Chelsea now imagine you went back and saying look you're a thousand to one to win the league halfway through a season and that's good for you they got got a snake in charge didn't they so Chelsea look years away from any shape style like just any consistency, they look they look light years away from it. They were just financially bloated, and you took the the money away, and they they just they're back to being who they are, just a, a shit team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they look they looked absolutely dreadful against Fulham yesterday. So say Sevilla, after just winning the Europa League every year for the last decade, it seems, have won three games this year in total across all competitions. They're in real trouble. Bad, isn't it? Yeah, Some of them like big sides, and like Ajax are in massive trouble, aren't they? As well, like yeah, it's mad, isn't it? How those big sides can just—it does feel it football's like changed. It does feel football's changed. Like you, it does feel the big sides are more fallible now as well. Like before, mm. when it was like Ronaldo and Messi era, you just thought, Jesus Christ, you can't get anywhere near Barcelona or Real Madrid. I feel like you can get at both of them now. You can get a City, Bayern. You can get at. I don't know. I'm really excited for the Ballon d'Or. I genuinely don't think that there are those absolute elite players anymore. You've got a few in each league, but I think actually there's not a great deal in quality in a lot of teams now. Could you flip it and go, the quality's gone up or just people more technically minded? Maybe it has. I I think teams are coached now that overcoach. You don't have those like genius players that can just create a bit of magic and do something off the cuff like that that type of player doesn't really exist anymore you've got really you've got Bournemouths of the world and, and teams like Bournemouth and Wolves great coaches they're really well drilled difficult to play against individually there's not really anybody in those teams that makes you go oh you know that's that's why they're still in the Premier League um so I just I don't think you have those individuals anymore in football it's, it's cyclical isn't it it's like that that's gone out of the game it, that will come back at some point the, the, the difference between that that sort of midfield that that sort of mid-table mush of sides and a Newcastle last season or a Villa this season is three is two or three or four nudging world-class players, you know. So Kumarez, Isak, Botman, you know that 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 Dean Henderson at the back. Yeah, New, Newcastle have got. A spine of, of of world-class players much like Spurs mm. the last eight nine years we had a spine of sort of four, four you know three or four really really world-class players and and I think Villa are not far off that as well with McGinn and Luis um, it's it maybe it is that maybe it is those couple of players because I read something the other week that was like of Eddie Howe's starting 11 at Newcastle like eight out of the starting 11 were also starting under Steve Bruce. And I was like, that can't be right. I was like, that can't be right. And I no. looked at it and was like, I was like, it was. Well, was like, not, not, it was a couple of weeks ago. So right. the, granted, they might have had one or two injuries, but like the Those spine injuries. of the team was like near enough the same teams that Steve Bruce had. And you're like, granted, they've added Bruno and they've added Isaac, who are good players. Yeah. But I still find that, amazing that like there are certain players not to dig him out but like Fabian Shah at the back like he was in a relegation battle team and now he looks like he you know he, he doesn't look out of place in the Champions League and it's like that's mad yeah you could say the same with some of the Spurs players though right like you know some of those guys that we've said they're nowhere near at it now look you think quite oh, look phenomenal yeah no absolutely funny isn't it I was just trying to think. I was just having a look at the Ballon d'Or 
um, nominations to see. Are we seeing a, a, a decrease in the amount of specialised positions? Because a lot of players just seem to be able to play any position across the back four or play right back or right midfield or attacking winger. And actually, do we miss just having, you're a striker, you're a centre-back? It's because they're coached. A lot of these players go into academies from such young ages and they're coached to just be footballers. And when they play in a certain position, to just know what to do. I think mm. you just see less of that, you know, brilliance of, I mean, you can't even really talk about Messi and Ronaldo because they're freaks, but brilliance of like, I'm thinking of Spurs, like a player like Van der Vaart probably wouldn't get through a youth academy anymore. Like it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't get through. And on that bombshell, it's time to end the show. Gents, thanks very much. You're right, Jay. Thank you. He's very, very tired. I had quite a late night last night. He's old, isn't he? Come on. Some, some drinks. What you haven't noticed, Jay, is if I go a bit closer, I've got yeah. a Maybelline uh, <laughs> Maybelline filter, filter on, on uh, TV. His lashes. You see? Look at my lashes. <laughs> <laughs> we were wondering when you'd notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's extraordinary. Yeah, it's gone now. It's gone now. But look, you can, uh, you can is put... That, is that in Teams? You can do that? Yeah, look at this. Um, no way. <laughs> Video effects. Look at the lippy. Yeah, there you go. Got some lipstick on. <laughs> Where's that? Where's that? This is red by Maybelline. Where, where, where are you getting these? Come on. Go. Still recording the pod. So you any cosmetics near you, Jay? I think is the answer. So we, so we've never, we've, we've been offered advertising multiple, multiple, multiple times. We've never taken it. We've always said this from the beginning by the fans for the fans. This is the first advert. Are you taking a picture? <laughs> this is the first time we've basically given away free advertising. It's a fucking Maybelline. Uh, <laughs> use code ASD25 at checkout yeah. for uh, 25% off. That is glorious. That is just, yeah, I love that. I love that. Great times. I want a bit of lipstick. Yeah, that's how They've we- got different races as well, so you can go for a, a nice plum. To suit your Eastern Hemisphere <laughs> persuasion. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, it's been a long day. Yeah. Right, gents. Thanks very much. And don't forget, whatever happens, the future's bright. The future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football. And I always thought that football was a very important game. But I never realized until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2. It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next. We are Blanchflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.